Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 66 of the NeuroEdge podcast. This one is going to be completely off the cuff today. This is just something that was on my heart that I wanted to talk about. The name of today's episode is Victim or Sovereign? The choice is yours. And what I'm going to be talking about, I, again, this is completely impromptu. I didn't have anything planned. This is just something the last 24 hours I've been thinking about and wanted to talk about. I wanted to work through, work through some ideas about this idea of victimhood versus being individually sovereign and how we can use that to improve our lives, be better, and not from a critical standpoint, but just from a self-examination standpoint of how we look at we think of things. So I think a lot of what we do is a mental model, and we have these models in our brain that we use to think through how we go about our life, how we set our goals, how we set about what we're going to do, and a lot of times everybody's not really sure. Even if you ask someone that is 5 years old, 15 years old, 25 years old, 35 years old, 45 years old, 55 years old, everybody, I mean, a lot of people know what they enjoy doing, but there's a lot of people that still question themselves and doubt themselves. So I want to apply this idea of being a victim versus being a sovereign individual to that idea of how we live our lives, how we make the conscious choices that we do, and how we see our circumstances. So this is not going to be some self-help hey, I'm your guru type of information. This is just kind of the framework and mental model that I strive to operate from and by no means am perfect at doing so. But it's going to be how I, this is kind of the framework that I try to approach my life with and that's how I try to set about and every interaction I have with people, whether it's my business, work life, relationships, personal relationships, anything like that is how I try to bring myself to the picture and always remember when I'm in a conversation or whenever I see my ego flare up, this is what I try to go back to. So that being said, as always, shameless plug, don't forget to join the Facebook group. If you like this content, if you resonate with it, I know a lot it's about health, but this one's going to be more about mindset. And I think they go hand in hand. But anyway, if you are someone that enjoys this, head on over to that Facebook group, check it out, whether you're listening to this today or this is two years from now, from the time this episode was published, that'll still be around. And again, it's going to be a lot of cool stuff that we're doing to build a community of people that are like-minded and enjoy talking about how they can become the highest performing version of themselves. Boom, boom, let's go. All right, so again, victim versus sovereignhood. So to start, I know I've probably talked about this before in some other episodes, but again, this is just something that was kind of on my mind that I wanted to talk about. So when I think of victim versus sovereign, this idea has came up in a bunch of different stuff that I was reading lately. And it's the idea that you are not to blame, but you are responsible. And a lot of times in life, people will look at the outset or circumstances they have and say, well, I could have done this, but there was this, 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 this external circumstance that prevented me from that. And that may be true to some extent. However, Again, it goes back to the idea of blame versus responsibility. And victims come from the approach of blame. So someone that is stuck in a victim consciousness, and again, I'm not saying this to slander anyone that's been a victim of crime or anything like that. I am saying victim in how you approach our life. Because however much or however little you have been wrong throughout our life, we all probably have experienced some sort of situation where we felt like we were on the wrong end of something that somebody treated us wrong or did something bad to us. However, you can approach that from two different ways. It can be from the victim side or it can be from the 
sovereign side that you are 100% responsible for everything that happens in your life. So you are 100% responsible for how you choose to react to things. And again, it goes back to the idea of blame versus responsibility. Victims tend to take the idea of blame. So if something happens to them, they want to blame other people. They want to blame other environmental circumstances. They want to bring, blame economic circumstances. They want to blame what's going on in the world. However, what a sovereign person would do, and again, this is what I strive to be, someone that is in control, takes control, takes full responsibility, says, okay, that's what's happened. I'm responsible for the choices and the actions and the decisions that I made. This is how I'm going to react. And I'm going to do it in a way that contributes the best to my future and the future of those around me so that I can create the most good for my friends, for my family, for all of humanity. And I know that sounds like a small, a big leap to take from a small situation to a large one, but if you think about it, how we react to every situation has ripple effects on everyone around us. So how we choose to see whether we want to or not, people are watching. And whether you think you're the most insignificant person or you're the greatest ruler of the greatest empire of all time, how we choose to behave is observed by other people. And if we are engaging in victim decision behavior, where we are looking at others and assigning blame to things and focused and harping on things that we can't control, that is going to affect how our energy is put into the world and how we are acting in relationships around us, and that's going to affect the people around us. A consequence of that is you tend to be in an attractor pattern of being stuck in blame and victimhood, you attract other victims. And so it's kind of this feedback loop where you go into a negative feedback loop where you start to blame other people and then you all of a sudden find yourself around other people that also do the same thing and blame other people for their problems. And I know for me, I have been at that place in my life and it's not something that I want to do. I want to be 100% in control of my life. So I am 100% in control of the decisions I make. I can't affect the economic environment in whole. I can't affect the world environment in whole. I can't affect that there are toxins in food. However, I can choose to be aware and raise my awareness to the fact that there's different things going on in our world that I can't control. It's completely out of my control. And I think a lot of it is just completely letting go of that. And that's not something that you can do overnight. It's not something that you can do at one time. It's something that's a practice that you always have to do and through meditation, prayer, gratitude, solitude, journaling, all these different things that I talk about, that it's a practice of letting go of your ego and letting go of blaming other things that you feel wronged for and assuming responsibility for where you're at and embracing that, whether it's good or bad. I think a lot of times we feel like we're disconnected from something. So if we don't make enough money, we feel like we're disconnected from money. And then we all of a sudden start to look around and assign blame to the reasons. Even if those reasons that we may be blaming ourselves. And so I want to make that clear distinction that sometimes we can be blaming ourselves for something. And that is also being in a victim vibration and victim consciousness where we're not in control. And the unfortunate part is I have definitely been there at points in my life where I was looking to the external world for fulfillment and happiness and to assign meaning to what I wanted to do. And that was complete victimhood consciousness. And I didn't do it from a place of woe is me. It was just something that I wanted to work out because my own ego wanted something and then I didn't get my way. And so I would say, oh, well, it's this, it's this, it's this. However, although some of those things may be true, some of them may not be true. When I take 100% responsibility for my circumstances, it's freedom. 
It's freedom and letting go of the fact that things outside of your control are ruling your life. However, when you take and say, hey, all this stuff is going on outside of me, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to deal with all the things that I can't control. I'm going to be 100% responsible for the things that I can control. I'm going to show up and do the work every day, whatever that looks like and however significant or insignificant that talks about. And just as a, a side note on that point, I was reading a book last night and it's called The Message of the Divine Iliad was by Walter Russell, who was a bunch of things. He was a painter, writer, sculptor, basically a polymath from the early 20th century, put up some really profound books that are scientific and also have a little bit of a spiritual bend to them as well. But he talks about the idea of what we're doing not feeling significant. So someone that is doing dishes, that is working a menial labor job, anything like that, there's a tendency to assign ourselves in a role that we're not important and what we doesn't what we do doesn't matter and what we're contributing isn't important. And I have been there in my life. I've been in points in my life where I felt like I was working and it was just a complete waste of time. It had nothing to do with getting me where I wanted to go. And it also, I didn't feel was contributing to the greater good. However, if you can do this when you're in a situation like that, so if you're in a situation where you feel like what you're doing isn't contributing to everyone around you, you want to become the best at whatever you're doing. So even if it's something that you hate, how do you get out of that? Well, one, you want to be conscious that you hate it and then become responsible that you are going to move away from that, that you're going to shift into something else and do something else different with your life. However, watch what happens when you say, okay, this isn't where I want to be with my life. I thought I would have been further along by now. I thought I would have been better by now. And you take it and say, I'm just going to show up every single day and be the best version. Again, see the contrast here? Victim, sovereign. Victim says this isn't where I want to be and you focus on being disconnected from what you don't have and what you feel you're entitled to, which is really your own ego talking to you. It's your own ego saying that you should have things and a lot of them are just materialistic anyway, which is more money, bigger house, more cars, blah, 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 which doesn't bring you happiness at the end of the day. And unfortunately, a lot of people have to get to the point where they have so much materialistic things and they realize it still leaves them empty. But... Going back to the point, if you become so good at what you're doing, all of a sudden you start to get fulfillment because you're focused on getting better. And what's going to happen when you're getting better? You start to demonstrate that behavior to other people. And other people are going to see that in you and think, wow, if that person can do that, I'm going to reciprocate that type of energy to them and then also in how I treat other people. And I think if you look at long parts of human history, humans have kind of evolved from being very brutal very warlike, tribal-like, and we've moved into this time where everything is information-based and there's a lot of different things going on in the information world and the knowledge side of the world and us using our brains more so than our physical bodies. And if you kind of look at human consciousness along the span of evolution, where are we going from here? So we were very tribal, very primitive at one point. We've advanced, we've created a lot of technology. We've gotten smart, so to speak, even though there's an argument made that sometimes we're disconnected from the earth like our ancestors are. But where do we go from here? And if you know that on the spectrum of human consciousness we are progressing, you want to ensure 
that you are in a sovereign state and you are 100% responsible because that energy is going to ripple into how you treat other people. Other people are going to feed off that and try to make the planet a better place and see outside of yourself. I think of the victim as being more attached to their own ego. So they can only see between their two eyes, they can only see what's going on within themselves and they impress that feeling upon the world. So if they're not comfortable with themselves, if they are insecure of themselves, they impress that onto the world and how they treat people, how they go about their business, how they choose what they do for work, how they do all of this stuff. If you are 100% responsible and assume responsibility for your actions, if you are in control of your life, you treat others with respect because that's how you feel about yourself. You love yourself and you value yourself so highly that you treat others with so much respect that you make them feel better about themselves. What happens is in turn, they start to feel better about themselves and they go about their lives differently. So you can kind of see here the distinction. Even though it seems like a simple thing, okay, I blame people for problems versus I assume responsibility for problems. And even if it was something that was so bad to you, I was listening to a podcast the other day with a guy that was in a car accident and almost died and then got cancer, all these bad things. And he always talked about Blame versus responsibility. He could blame the world for those things happening to him, or he could assume responsibility that this is the situation that I've been given, that I'm in, and I can take it and maximize it to the fullest, whatever is going on to the external environment. And if you can develop that mental fortitude and that mental model of approaching every day, regardless of whatever is happening in your life, with blame, responsibility, victim, sovereign, out of control, in control. If you can look at every situation you're going through life, take a step back and become the third party observer of that situation, you're gonna be much better equipped to win at whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever your goals are. And I think that's another important distinction. Victims would look at things and say, oh, this is what I wanna do, but there's no way I can do it because of X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Someone that is 100% responsible and sovereign and in control of their life, looks at what they wanna do, looks at what they're inspired to do, takes time to say, hey, this is what I like, this is what I enjoy. How can I do that? And it kind of goes to back to the question of, do you say I can't do something or do you say how can I do that? So think about that. Think about all the times you've said, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Instead, replace that with how can I? How can I? How can I? I can't lose weight. How can I lose weight? I can't make more money. How can I make more money? And then all of a sudden you're unlocking your brain to start to see patterns that are going on in the world around you that help get you closer to where you want to go. And it's not, again, so much where you want to go from a selfish ego standpoint. It's where you want to go because you want to contribute to the greater good of making everyone around you better. And I think just overall, we're at an inflection point in this time of human consciousness. We're kind of going through, we're going through growing pains right now. And you're seeing a lot of the way that we're communicating and a lot of the way that we're doing things is not necessarily aligned with our biology. So we're being forced outside of our kind of natural biology about how we do things, how we're in sync with the world. And to an extent that can be damaging, but again, it goes back to blame versus responsibility. Are you gonna blame the external circumstances to say, oh, I don't live in the way that maybe people three or 400 years ago lived. And so I certain things I can't be as healthy as maybe they were. Or are you gonna take responsibility for things like your health, things like your relationships, things like your finances and say, okay, I'm in control. I know this is going on, but I'm gonna raise my level of awareness to a point where I understand that not everything is my control and some things that are outside of my control will affect me negatively. But I'm going to go through these things and be 100% responsible. And I've probably said that 100 times on this podcast already, but I'm gonna be 100% responsible for everything that I do. 
And just to give a quick anecdote, whenever you are in a situation like this, so I've been in this place many times, whether it's through my real estate career or my time as an athlete, things can be stacked against you. So things can be, you can be getting bombarded, you can be getting swamped, and things can be going not in your favor. When things go in our favor, we tend to, our ego always tends to draw us back in to that victim consciousness. And it's our responsibility to transcend above that and transcend our ego and say, okay, I recognize that. That's what my selfish ego, my body wants me to engage in and blame other people and say it's not my fault and all those things. Because it feels good. It feels good to assign blame to other people and complain and say things that are not our fault. However, if we can remove ourselves from that and say, okay, this is just the reality of what we're doing. And again, you're developing this mental model where you're setting aside your own ego, your own desires, your own thing, and you're saying, okay, what can I do to make it better? How can I help? And how can I make the situation better? One thing that I've noticed from my work is if I'm in a position where I'm being criticized or something didn't go right, and maybe it was my fault and something that I did wrong, I always ask the person, client, whatever it is, how can I serve you better? And watch, and then again, this could be in business, this could be in your personal life, watch how people respond. People are so taken back because not many people through the course of their life, a lot of people are stuck in this victim consciousness where they're blaming, they're saying, this is your fault, this is my fault, this is blah, blah, blah. How many people do you talk to that say, how can I make you better? How can I show up to serve you better today? And that is true freedom right there. When you get to the point in your life, and again, this I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, but when I get to the point in my life where people that treat me bad versus people that treat me well, every time I show up to them and say, how can I serve you better today? And my heart is in that place of wanting to serve them, wanting to make their life better, because I understand when I make them better, I also am making myself better. And I'm going to feel better about myself because we're all linked up in the global web of human consciousness. But when I do that, when I say, how can I serve you better? What can I do better? And I remove my ego. And again, this is a practice. This isn't something that you're going to flip a switch and it's going to be done. You have to do this every day and think throughout the day, how can I serve? How can I serve? Remember to serve other people. When it gets tough, when you get hungry, when you get cold, hot, whatever it is, how can I serve other people better? And when you come from that frame, your life opens up and the way that you serve, people get so much better and then you feel a lot better about yourself because at the end of the day, what makes us fulfilled is knowing that we're contributing to a common goal. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. If you do a thought experiment in your head of, okay, bam, I've got $50 million. What do I do with my life now? Well, most people want to do something to help people. So why can't you just do that now? What's stopping you from doing that now? And maybe you would want to go retire on an island, probably get tired of that after a month or two, and then you want to come back and contribute something. So humans get fulfillment by trying to reach goals and then also going through those goals with other people that are building and constructing something, at least this is my thought and opinion, that is contributing to the greater good. And that goes back, you can't be engaged in the pursuit of that if you're stuck in victim consciousness. If you're stuck in being a victim, you're not going to be able to pursue building and creating and manifesting a earth and planet and planetary consciousness and relationships with other people where you are stuck in victimhood. It just can't happen. They're two opposites and they are complete opposites. And if you know deep down in your heart of hearts, you know, man, I want to make the world a better place, whatever shape or form that looks like. I want to do things that contribute to the world that help our future offspring thousands of years from now have a better planet. 
you cannot do that being stuck in a victim consciousness because you're attached to your ego, you're attaching the signing blame to other people. And again, that just is a hamster wheel of doing it over and over again where you're stuck on that and you never make it out. So if you take anything away from this episode, I know just kind of been a rant of me going off about this and this, things that I talk about all the time. Think about, do you blame or are you responsible? Do you blame other people, other things, or even yourself for things going wrong? Or do you take responsibility for whatever is going on in the external environment, whatever is going on in your world, and say, man, I'm in control of this. I can't control what it looks like, but I can control how I'm going to respond, how I'm going to go about doing things, how I'm going to go about implementing my goals, and how am I going about serving other people? Because at the end of the day, that's what it is about. And if you can, again, practice is something that you have to be daily focused on and also taking care of yourself. That's why I harp so much in my podcast and channel about health because you can't really get into understanding this mental model if you're not healthy. Because if you're not healthy, you're going to be more more likely than not stuck being a victim because your health is causing you harm. So anyway, if you resonated with that at all, if you got anything out of that, let me know. I know it was just a bit of a rant, but what I wanted to do is just something that had been on my mind the last 24 hours. I wanted to get it out and talk about it. So hopefully that helped. If you were listening to this, hopefully it made your day a little bit better and helped kind of spark an idea in your brain about what the idea of being sovereign and 100% responsible and in control of your life, how liberating, and how much that makes you feel free and have freedom in your life. So anyway, thanks again tuning in. Don't forget to join the Facebook group. If you like this stuff, I will be producing much, 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 much more in the future to come as always. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.